Welcome everyone to the gaming couch. Be it video games, card games, or board games, we'll have a good time playing. So come and join me on the couch. This is your host, Smart Boy. I'm glad I got to record right now because I was <coughs> playing around with everything. And um, yeah, I thought it wasn't going to be, like I thought the, the volume wasn't working on and everything. So I started to slightly panic. But luckily, everything's working out, so we're good to go. Uh, some other good news. I can breathe again. I think I'm finally done with my war on allergies and all that good stuff. Like, it hits me really hard. It takes about a week, and then things kind of start to mellow out. So I think I'm on the road to recovery, so I can actually, you know, do a normal episode. So yay. All right, so let's just move in. Uh, yeah. Minecraft. I want to talk Minecraft, okay? I know we hop around a lot, and I've been watching the numbers, and past episodes were a little lower than the other ones. And again, I... Not sure if that is just the content, because I've been bouncing around content-wise, or maybe because it was springtime, so people doing things, or it could be the time shift to 5 p.m., yada, yada, yada. So we're just going to keep doing the 5 p.m. thing for a bit, and just see, like, you know, what goes on. But I kind of want to focus Minecraft for a little bit, maybe for the next week or two, because they dropped a huge, well, for me, huge, update 1.14. Now, what's awesome about this is I believe at this point it's them kind of experimenting with more complex combat and other mechanics and things like that for Minecraft Dungeons. And I'll kind of get to like my theory of that and everything in a minute. But uh, personal, the reason why this is kind of big for me, for the longest time, I was playing Minecraft through the Technic Launcher, which is like very heavily modded Minecraft, stuff like that. Now, because it is modded Minecraft with mods built for specific versions of Minecraft, I was always playing Tech at Light, and Tech at Light is permanently stuck in 1.4.7. Now, it could be upgraded, yes, if I had the ability to do so, I could upgrade the version to the most recent version of 1.14 and modify all the mods in it to be compatible with 1.14, etc., etc., etc. However, I don't have that ability, so I'm not going to do it. But here's what was happening. When I first got into Minecraft, which is a couple of years ago, you know, Minecraft was still rather older versions, like 1.4, you know, long ago. And for me personally, there wasn't enough substance in base vanilla Minecraft for me to enjoy it. Like, there wasn't enough things to build, this, that, yada, yada, like things to do, et cetera, et cetera. And I know Minecraft's kind of about creativity, but me, in terms of building, like, I love Legos, but goddamn, it's like... I suck at creative building with, like, Legos, which blends into Minecraft because Minecraft's kind of like Legos. I mean, I love building Legos. I got all these Lego sets, et cetera, et cetera. But I could never just get a pile of Legos and build something awesome. So in Minecraft, I struggle with that too. Like, I could make an awesome house and things like that, but only to, like, a limit. Like, people make massive castles and, you know, 3D models and all these other really cool things in Minecraft. I'm just... I'm not that creative in terms of building. So I got into Tekkit because it had so many cool things to work with. Computer craft, rail craft, bunch of more items, and all these other kind of different things that you could use. And then I got creative by seeing what kind of machinery could I build? What is the most efficient way to fuel things? And, I mean, I could make solar panels, which works out just fine but it was kind of fun having that challenge of building steam boilers using nuclear reactors like finding 
what is the most efficient way to run my base and all these other things. So I was really enjoying it. The struggle that I had going forward with Technic was I got so caught up in making these efficient machines that I never really got to the exploration part of Minecraft because I would find I, – I, I always lived in mountains. That was the thing because mountains, especially in Technic, it makes it so easy to build because I don't have to worry about building more rooms. I just keep digging into the mountain. And because I keep digging into the mountain, I keep getting cobblestone, so I always have some building material to work with. And because I'm digging into a mountain, odds are I'm going to come across a cave system because I'll probably be tunneling down a little bit because eventually the mountain, you know, it's only goes so high. So I have to dig down in the mountain to expand my home and I'll hit a cave system eventually. And I have to go exploring anymore because it'll be a big cave system and I'll get all the material I need right there and just keep building these comp these machines. So it's fun, but then I reach a point where I'm kind of like, meh. Like, I have no desire to go exploring because I'm too busy at home making sure things running efficiently, making sure there's always coal in the boilers, like, doing all these, like, little housekeeping things to ensure that this really awesome base I have stays awesome. And now, with 1.14 released on Vanilla Minecraft, which was the 22nd, I'm going to confirm. I want to say it was the 22nd, just last week. Let's see, Minecraft, 1.14, I just... There we go. Release date. Oh, the 23rd. Okay, I was a little off. April 23rd, not 22nd, was when they released it. Now, I got into it because I saw, like, a little trailer for it, and it was the Village and Pillage update, where they actually have these NPCs now, like, evil villagers, that roam around the world during the day, and you can kill them and get a crossbow and stuff like that, but also when you kill them, if you kill a captain who has a special banner... You then get this debuff, and the debuff is a bad omen. And for those of you who haven't had a chance to explore 1.14 in its entirety in Vanilla Minecraft, if you have the bad omen, which can stack up to five times, six times, it's like five, it's like between four and six. I can't exactly remember the, the range of it. But it can stack up so many times, and the next time you enter a village, with all the villages and everything, a raid will start. The bad omen goes away and a raid starts. And depending on how much, how many levels of bad omen you have, depends on how hard the raid's going to be. But it's a set amount of waves. Like, easy mode's three, normal's five, and hard is seven. And the more bad omens you have, just the worse it is. Like, the harder the enemies are. And it becomes a pretty cool mechanic because if you manage, and I'll get into why I'm saying if, if you manage to survive and fight off all of the pillagers, vindictors, whatever their, you know, their rank is, if you manage to kill all of them... The villagers then celebrate, and two things happen. One, the cost of buying stuff from them goes down, which is awesome. And two, for a set amount of time, they'll just give you free stuff. They'll just throw things on the ground for you to pick up, which is really pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. The risk is, one, you could die, which kind of sucks, especially if the village is far away from you and if you didn't like sleep in a bed in the village. And two, the other risk is, Villagers aren't that smart, and the best thing for them to do is to go run and hide inside because they can't be killed, but they don't always do that, and, you know, these are evil guys coming, they will kill them. So every villager could be slaughtered, which then means, fuck it, now you can't, you can't trade with anyone, etc., etc. I saw that. That's all I saw of what 1.14 had to offer, which is that idea of the raids, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Let me get back into it, because that's pretty interesting. I'm intrigued by this. And over time, I learned more and more and more 
about the additions to Minecraft. Like, this isn't just 1.14 only. Like, there's plenty of other, like I said, I was in 1.4. Now I'm in 1.14. So seeing all these new biomes, the Arctic zones, the frozen rivers, the underwater monuments, the ocean monuments can fuck off. I hate them so much. And all these other really cool things that Minecraft's been adding in. And now I'm jumping back into it and I'm loving it because I'm actually trying to get to the end. Like I'm currently hunting down Endermen to get Ender Pearls to then make the Eyes of Enders and find the Fortress because like there's no big machines I have to worry about. Like I have a pretty good directive right now and because they revamped how the villages work, I've been much more interested in trading with the villagers. Like, I suck at finding diamonds. I have really bad luck with finding diamonds. So I didn't even build diamond armor. The way they revamped the villagers, which I'll get into in a minute also, I was able to buy fully enchanted with, like, two or three enchantments on each piece of... No, sorry, one or two enchantments on each piece of diamond armor I bought off a villager. And I bought a full set. I have it at home. And, you know, when it's time to go and go into the end or take on something really big and challenging, I got diamond armor. So now I'm more focused on building up these resources, trading with these villagers, getting things I need, and checking out what the world has to offer and finding the most efficient way to travel. Like, currently I'm on horseback, putting little, like, posts up with torches to mark certain paths at certain locations and all this stuff. I'm no longer worried about sitting at home and building some cool, efficient machinery. I'm just wanting to explore to see what everything the game has to offer altogether. And it feels good again. You know, I'm not getting super creative at home, but I don't really need to. Like, I was busy just before swimming underwater because there's underwater caves now. So I built a bunch of potions to breathe underwater and have night vision so I can see down there. And I started exploring this ravine that ended up having lava at the bottom that was turned into obsidian. And it's almost like this little vortex. They have these magma blocks down there that sucks things down because, you know, the hot air and the war and the the hot air and the hot water and everything, and the cold water up top of the Arctic zone, like, it creates a vacuum that pulls you down slowly. So I was going down there, and that ended up leaving into an entire cave system that was free of water. <laughs> like, I was just kept swimming, and eventually the water drained out, and I was able to explore this place peacefully and easily, and not to worry about drowning or running out of time on my potions. It was so cool. Like, they've added so many things since 1.4 that I was just an idiot and not really experiencing at the same time, like, I'm not getting those updates, and goddamn, I've been missing out. Like, it, it's just, it, it's a lot. It's a lot to take in. <laughs> and I've been addicted to it the past few days. I'm on spring vacation. I've been playing it. Now, the, uh, the the highlight of 1.14, the whole villagers being reworked and the pillagers coming in, this has given me high hopes for their Minecraft Dungeons idea that they teased just a video with and here's why first the villagers so before the villagers had professions yes you could only get certain things from certain villagers like there was a cleric that you could give rotten flesh to for emeralds and then you could trade you could trade them something else there was a butcher you know the these professions were there but now they have more professions they stand out more like the what the attire the villagers wear they stand out more and Another thing is you can actually force professions on the villagers. Like, let's say you go to a village and only, let's say, three of the villagers are working. And so there's six others that don't have a job, so you can't trade with them. You can build a block, place it down in the village, and that will force 
one of the jobless villagers did not get a job, so you could then start trading with them. And then the way trading works, it's a level system now. Everyone starts as a novice with only like two trades you can do. Some of them, it's give them items for an emerald or giving them emeralds to get an item from them. But every time you trade with them, first off, you get XP, which is great, and then they get experience. And every time the bar at the top, they have like a little progress bar. Every time it fills up, they go to the next level. So they go from novice to apprentice, expert, master, I think. Oh, there's a fifth one in there, I want to say. I can't remember what it is. But I think there's like five stages. And every time you get to the next stage, more options become available. Like the previous ones are still there, but further options open up to you for more trading. And that's how there was a blacksmith who started with just, I will take coal. He would take coal from me and give me an emerald, which was great because there's a shit ton of coal everywhere. The village I found is in a snowy tundra area, which is right off a giant mountain. So I just walk around the mountain, get all this coal, and bring it right to him. Like it, It's easy to do in under a day. So I get all these emeralds from him, and then I just go and trade with others. So he started with, I just kept giving him coal. And his other trade was like, I want to say like three emeralds for iron boots or something. Nothing to go home about. Like I wasn't too worried about that. But then I was constantly trading with him. I was always, because I knew I could easily get emeralds off of this guy from giving him coal. So I kept doing that. And over time, he eventually hit the master level. And it's like, hey, look at all this diamond armor I have to sell. I'm like, holy fuck. I'm going to keep giving you coal. And eventually, I'll give you so much coal, I can get diamond armor from you. And I, I was happy with that exchange. Because for me, it's a hell of a lot easier to get coal than it is to get diamonds. Like, all the caves I've been exploring, I found at most... Uh, 13 diamonds? Like 13, 14 diamonds. Not much. So being able to just trade with him and get diamonds, I'm okay with that fact. <laughs> now to limit it, quote unquote, you can only trade so many times with a villager before the trades run out. However, all you have to do is go to their workstation, the special block that pretty much distinct, like, makes them have that profession, and they'll restock. So the blacksmith needs a bla uh, blast furnace. So I would keep trading with him, and then he'd walk to the last purpose, and then boom, restock. And I can keep trading with him again. It is a little buggy. Like, I was having an issue with the cleric where instead of walking through the door in his house to go to his job, he would keep walking into the corner next to the door. So I had to break the corner wall in his house so he could leave the damn building. And then when he got to his profession, because – and this is like in the naturally generated building – because the ceiling was right on top of the door and there was a carpet on the floor, for some reason he was getting stuck. So I had to rip up the ceiling a little bit and remove the carpets and then the cleric could get to his workstation I could keep trading with him. Again, it's like a little bug because villagers like, – the AI in Minecraft was never like wonderful, which is fine. doesn't need to be great. It's just, okay, I got to do a little landscaping, a little modifying to get the villager where he needs to go. Now off of that, you got the raids. So let's talk about these raids, these pillagers, you know, evil villagers, stuff like that. My first experience with them, I pretty much shit my pants. They, my understanding was, as soon as you put a bed down, or you sleep in a bed, so I guess if you like, maybe you stay in a village, and you sleep there, but as soon as like you create a bed and everything, and you rest, then it starts a timer for the first patrol to go out. They are like mobs where they spawn and they wander around, but they wander to a certain destination. Like they go to an outpost, which is kind of like an illager, pillager village kind of thing. And they work, walk in a group. And because they're like villagers, 
they can survive in the daylight. So they are a hostile mob that could appear during the day. So now you're not always safe. Like, enemies could appear during the day. Now, when I first saw them, it was a group of, like, three or four of them. And, you know, I was – I just built my house. So I didn't have a lot of good equipment. I'm like, hey, fuck it. Well, you know, let me take them on. Like, I want to see what this is all about. So I run in to attack them and immediately die. They are strong. Like, they have – their axes are – it's ridiculous how much they do with the axes – and they have crossbows, which we'll get to in a second. I died instantly. So I ran back. Like, I I respawned. I'm like, okay, let's figure this out. Because it wasn't far from my house. Like, I could see them from my house, but they didn't come to me. They were walking, like, perpendicular from my house. So they didn't come to me, luckily. So if I wanted to avoid them, I could. I ran back real quick, grabbed my gear, jumped back, and put all my armor and everything. And I looked over the hill, and I saw one of them. The guy with the axe who was the one that killed me. I ran over, I poked them to get their attention to jump back, and luckily, like skeletons, the guys with the crossbows aren't that smart. So I ran to ensure the guy with the axe between me and the guy with the crossbow. The crossbow guys killed the guy with the axe, and I ran in and cleaned them up because they weren't that strong. And I was like, okay, cool. And that's when I got the battle. I'm like, oh shit, what's that? So, you know, research, yada, 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 found out what that was, got my ass kicked during the first raid. I actually downed the difficulty. I spawned it at normal, and I dropped it down to easy. You know, skeletons, zombies, all that kind of stuff, they're not that hard. But the pillagers and the vindicators and all of them are tough. So I'm like, look, if I'm going to be doing this raid stuff by myself, because I don't really have anyone else who does 1.14 Minecraft to play with, I dropped down to easy. It was the only way I saw myself, at least at the start, like dealing with this stuff. So that was the first experience I had with those guys, and it was rough. The second time is I saw them again walking in front of my house, and I knew what I was in for, so I was like, okay, let me just quickly check all my stuff, make sure I got good gear, yada, yada, ran out, killed that patrol. Ever since then, I haven't seen a patrol. Like, that patrol was, was a long time ago, so they stopped kind of patrolling in front of my house. I'm not sure why. I'm kind of okay with it. And then I found the other thing that has to do with the pillagers, which is their outpost, a tower that spawns somewhere out there in the world. And it acts as a natural spawner for them. So the patrols that go out, my understanding is they always spawn and walk towards an outpost. And, well, conveniently, there was an outpost. Actually, my world spawned. Where I spawned into the world, on the other side of the mountain that was next to me was an outpost. So I was really close to it without even knowing. And I didn't travel that far to make my home. So it was really easy hopping to skip back to the outpost. Like I could do it in half a day, travel on foot. I got there, and I'm like, okay, let's see what this is all about. I saw a couple of the pillagers. They had some crossbows. I was like, all right, not too bad. And I ran in, killed a couple of them, and they spawned so fast. Like, as soon as I dropped one of them, another one shot me in the back. And I turned around to fight him, and that's why I saw another two. Like, they spawned fast. Because when you go to an outpost, they just start showing up so quickly. And what's the reward for this? Well, I ran like a bitch inside because they're too stupid to go inside their own outpost. They're only on the outside. So I ran inside, ran up to the top floor, and I found a chest, and it had so-so loot, like nothing exceptional. It wasn't worth the trouble. So I'm at the top of this outpost, which was actually built underneath a mountain, so it was like an overhang. It was kind of like the mountain was like an arch, and the outpost was built inside the arch. So the top of the outpost was in the mountain a little bit, so all I was able to do was just jump off the outpost onto the mountain on the side and just booked it. I'm like, fuck it, I'm out. I went back there one other time with heavily enchanted iron armor, 
and I still got my ass handed to me, and I ran away. And it, those outposts are nothing to fuck with. Like I, I would mess around with them that long. It's it's tough. It's a great way to go because there's always a captain there with a banner. So if you want to force a bad omen to force a raid because you get good rewards for beating a raid, yeah, you could run over there, shoot the guy, you know, kill just the captain at rage, and then run away, and you're good to go to get a bad omen. But still, it's risky. And the weapons that they introduced with them, the crossbows, are pretty cool. They take a bit to load. Like, it takes a second to actually cock them back and get them loaded. But once they're loaded, the arrow stays. And what's nice is it's not special edition. It's They use an arrow just like a bow and arrow, which is great. And once you have the arrow ready on the crossbow, you can put it away and it's still loaded. So you can prime and ready it before you go off. And then if an enemy shows up, you can draw, shoot it. I wouldn't use it as reliable damage because it's not as fast as the bow. But if you see some enemies at range, I could definitely see it being useful. And I've used it. Like, if I'm in a cave and I see a creeper in the distance, I start poking it with the crossbow and then finish it with the sword up close. I find it's good to use for it. And its enchantments are pretty cool. Pierce, which is a unique enchantment for it, where it'll go through an enemy. So you have, like, pierce level 1, 2, 3, maybe 4. And each level can pierce an additional enemy. So you can shoot through. You know, with a pierce 2, you can shoot three enemies if they're in a line. Because it pierces the first guy, the second guy, and then it ends on the third guy. They also have multi-shot, which is a level one, and it shoots three arrows instead of one. I've yet to get that enchantment, but I really want it. The thing is, you can't have pierce and multi-shot. So if I could find multi-shot, like enchant a book with it, I would gladly switch it. I would gladly get rid of pierce and get the multi-shot, because that sounds really cool. Having, like, a shotgun bow, I think would be great, especially for, like, a raid where it's a bunch of enemies next to each other. It would be great. And the last one, which I think is the most important enchantment, is the quick charge. I don't know why they call it quick charge. They should they should have called it, like, fast reload. Because when I hear quick charge, I don't think about the crossbow. Because what it is, is it's the charge time, quote-unquote, the amount of time it takes you to load an arrow, is reduced with quick charge up to, like, level 4. Again, I want to call it, like, fast reload because I'm like, I don't know what that is. Apparently, if you get it to the level 5 through enchantments... It's like instantly reloads, which I could then see the crossbow being ridiculously powerful. Just be able to go pop, 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 like rapid fire would be real good. Especially if you had the multi-shot, be unstoppable. Also, you could shoot fireworks off of it. So you could build really big fireworks, load them on it, and essentially just fire bombs. Why the fuck not? Let's do that. So having a rapid fire crossbow and you shoot off a bunch of fireworks as rockets... I definitely see the crossbow being incredibly powerful. I haven't reached that yet. Like, I need more materials. Like, gunpowder is really hard to come across. I see creepers, yes, but most of them appear behind me. They don't get to kill them at time. So that's the crossbow. Pretty, pretty cool thing. Now, where is this rant going? I just did a general rant of the very basics of 1.14. Like, there's plenty of other stuff that went on in it, like texture stuff, things like that, like certain blocks, you know, small things, but not the highlight of what I want to focus on. Because what I want to focus on is these raids, you know, wave defense against a bunch of enemies and having upgraded villages with, they can be very unique. They have special buildings out depending on the professions and the professions are reworked and you can have them spawn in, villages can spawn in more locations than they used to in terms of biomes. So what does this all mean? Like, what am I going on about this? Minecraft dungeon, Okay. We talked about it a while ago because we had a little spoil of it, but we still don't know much about it. So hear me out on this, all right? My theory for Minecraft Dungeon of how it could work, I think it would be awesome. Instead of having 
a big, vast open world, which could work. Don't get me wrong, it could work. What if it was more like an adventure game? So when you spawn into this world, you spawn at a village. Because I could definitely see, like, if I kind of want to make a new world on Minecraft, and if I spawn by a village, I would definitely just live in the village to make my life a lot easier. So I could definitely see that being awesome. So you spawn in a village. You and your friends, you spawn in a village, and you consider that like your hub, this first village you spawn in. Sorry, it was a little stiffly. And over time, you can get maps to locate other villages, and then it's you just going from village to village to village, and each village has like different things you can trade with, yada, yada, yada. So it's about just expanding your network of what villages you got in contact with, you establish trade with, something like that, kind of like that adventure RPG style. And then in terms of the dungeon, well, by each village – are dungeons. You can go dungeon diving near a village, and so each village up has like a level. Like you start the game off, so you have really shitty equipment. Well, that's like a level one dungeon is nearby that village. So you go into that dungeon, explore, get the goodies, yada yada yada. And then over time, you get enough gear and you do enough trade with the villagers, you find the next village and you move on. And so you get to the next level. Like let's say you get some stone weapons and stuff like that. You get some basic leather armor. You go to the next village. You start getting iron and stuff like that. You go to the next village. You see what I'm saying about like this progression? And then with that, every now and then, let's say you beat a boss in a dungeon or something. You know, there's a special enemy you take out. And that initiates a raid above ground. So now you have to go you, – once you're done with the dungeon, when you go back to the village, you have to deal with essentially a raid. Like they're already practicing this. They already are exploring raiding systems and wave defense in villages in this update in regular Minecraft. So you can definitely expand upon it in this Minecraft Dungeon game they're making. And since Minecraft Dungeon is focused more on the combat and focused a little bit more on, like, playing as a party, like, collectively, you can do a lot more with the raids. You can make them harder. You can make them bigger. You can make them more complex. You know, things like that. Hell, you can make it where the villagers actually fight back. Like, currently they don't. They just run around scared shitless. Maybe make the villagers they actually also fight back or something. You can... Find gear in a dungeon that you give to villagers so they can fight back. Like, there's a lot of options now we're kind of looking at with what Minecraft dungeons can do simply with this 1.14 update. And not only that, looking back at some of the previous stuff, some of the structures they've added, the ocean monuments. I mentioned how I fucking hate them. Imagine you take a, a dungeon, you know, a complex uh, structure, put it underwater, completely submerged so it's all underwater, and fill it full of some really annoying enemies. And again, it's underwater, so you have to have potions and shit ready so you can breathe underwater and fight these aggravating enemies. And the payoff is eight gold blocks. That's straight up the treasure. It's supposed to be like these three big guardians are guarding this great treasure, and it's eight gold blocks. It, I fucking hate those places. Like they're For me, eight gold blocks is not worth the headache. Like, yeah, I did a lot with those gold blocks. I end up trading for a shit ton of animals because I'm like, I have 72 gold that I don't care about. I'm going to trade every two gold blocks I get an emerald. Fuck it. I'm going to do that. So, yes, those gold blocks are useful to me. But it, in terms of, like, the headache of preparing and attacking and yada, yada, like, dealing with the ocean monuments, the payoff wasn't that well. But they have that. So maybe that could be, like, some sort of dungeon type in Minecraft Dungeons. And I know with the newest update with the pillagers, I'm going to – I'm hoping to find one in my world. They have mansions, which are rare spawning structures inside these dark forests, which are these – I found dark forests before. They're big, like massive trees. Pretty much you can, if you're on top of the trees, you can't see the ground. If you're on the ground, you can't see the sky. 
a dark forest. Apparently there's mansions in there that are full of pillagers. And I don't know what the loot's like, but I'm going to go fucking find one and find out myself. Because you can get, you can buy maps from villagers that show you where that shit is. So I'm going to go find that. Because I think it would be really cool to try that out. Yeah, like, they have, I think, in regular Minecraft, I think the guys at Mojang have a pretty good basis for what Minecraft Dungeons could be. And I think that's partially why they started looking at Minecraft Dungeons. It's at this time, besides adding in, like, more ore and stuff, because I think it would be cool if they took some notes from Tekkit and added in a couple extra ores into base vanilla Minecraft, besides, like, iron, gold, and redstone and stuff, to add, like, a bigger tier system with gear. So, like, instead of just going, I have a stone sword, I have an iron sword, then I have a diamond sword, like, because diamonds are so rare, I just heavily upgrade an iron sword and I'm good to go. It'd be cool if there was, like, more options in terms of weapons, which, now that we have the crossbow, we're starting to see that. You know, they, they have mods for additional weapons in Technic and Vanilla Minecraft, if you play it that way. Maybe they start looking into that for official Minecraft. Maybe they start looking into adding in copper as an actual resource. I know Ticket Light, copper's a really big thing with a lot of the machines. Maybe they explore copper as, like, a Tier 2. So when Vanilla Minecraft, it goes from stone, copper, iron, diamond kind of thing. And that can look, you know, that can just make the game a little more progressive. Because right now, it's like, the only reason why the game's kind of quote-unquote long. I know it's pretty much open world, but if you're looking in terms of the end goal of being the end dragon, it's only quote-unquote long is killing enough endermen to get enough ender pearls. That's really, like, the stopping point. So it'd be cool if there was, like, a little more looking at progression. Because I find it's so easy to grab iron, and then it's kind of you stop. Like, beyond that, it's just, you're out and exploring, because I want to get to the end. I've never been to the end, and I'm at this point where I just sit around, like, I sit around waiting for Enderman to spawn. Like, I don't bother doing much else, because I'm pretty much good. Like, I got everything I need at home. I got a lot of iron. I got a lot of coal, so I can smelt and cook food and stuff like that. It's just waiting for those Endermen to show up. So, looking at Vanilla getting a little bit more could be cool and i think dungeons minecraft dungeons they have a lot to work with to expand upon their basic idea so considering what minecraft was a few years ago they've done a lot like it's it's gotten really cool and as much as i just bitched about wanting more to do it is kind of fun just exploring like it is don't get me wrong it's nice that i'm no longer living in a mountain like technic i I rarely saw the sun in Technic because I was always living in a mountain and I would immediately just find cave systems and hang out in the cave systems. So it's cool that I'm above ground and actually checking things out. I guess I just got a really shitty seed for my world because other than that one ocean monument, that one outpost, and that one village I found, I have found dick all. Like, there's some shipwrecks I found which led to some treasure maps, but beyond that, like, mansions, haven't been able to find one. Like, it'd be cool if they upped... The generation of things. I feel I'm building all this stuff, so then how can I use it? Would be nice if they they worked on that. But again, they keep expanding it anyway. So all it takes is the modification of a few numbers and boom, just things spawn more often, which I could just do on my own. If I look it up and research it, I could do it on my own. So I, I tip my hat. Like I'm happy that 1.14 is a thing. I might start a new world soon to see maybe if I spawn next to a village like a little closer and establish that as a home base. Because it's getting me thinking. Like I'm no longer just thinking about having some fancy mountain home. I'm really thinking about, you know, being me in this world and checking this world out and finding all these things, exploring all this stuff. Like it's 
it's kind of like Ignite a new spark in me. I was always I was looking for a game to play recently, and you know, Minecraft's been doing it for me. I know it's kind of turned into like a random rant a bit, but it's it's for a good reason. Like there's a lot I'm thinking about right now with Minecraft, like, ooh, I wanna do that, ooh, I wanna do that. Like every minute I'm spent I'm thinking like if I have a new world or what can I do with my current world, like I built a really cool bridge because from my home to the village I found in my my current world, you had to go over this river, which if it's a river, it's not that bad, but it's one of those, it's a river between two mountains. So it's kind of, you go to the top of the mountain, then you dip down into the river, then you have to shoot back up the mountain. So I built a pretty cool bridge out of granite that goes over that little chasm. And I think it turned out really well. So yeah, like, because I'm looking more at adventuring, I'm thinking more about the cool little things I can build. Like, I'm not a fancy redstone contraption builder, but just, like, basic structures. Like, I have a little dock I made to have a boat so I can go through the Arctic Ocean because I found all these really cool underwater caves. I'm like, well, I need a launching point. So I have this little bed and cottage and everything on the ocean, and I'm happy with that. Like, it's it's cool that I'm forcing myself to expand more and making these little outposts above the ground. I just want more than what I build, like, I said, I'm going to find this mansion. So when I'm done with this recording, I'm going to go find that mansion. Like, I want to hunt down a mansion and see what it's all about. I think it would be really fun to see what it entails. And maybe I can take it over. I don't know if I'll be able to like take it from the pillagers. Maybe I build a little hut uh, out from it so I can use that as like a staging ground. Like Maybe I can make another portal. Like, this is what I'm saying about thinking. Maybe I'll make another portal with a little hut around it. And I travel through the nether from my home to the mansion if it's far enough, if it's too far away as like a shortcut because the nether, like every block you walk in the nether is like five blocks in the normal world or whatever. So you can fast travel, quote unquote, to the nether. Maybe that's something I'll do. Like these ideas are going to pop up because I'm all thinking about what can I do to explore the world the most? I'm not worried about gathering minerals. I'm worried about what's the next thing I'm going to find. So if you haven't tried Minecraft 1.14 and you used to play it, I say definitely download it, give it a shot again to you know, see if it works for you with all the modifications. And if you never played Minecraft, I say give it a shot. Like I, I feel like Minecraft's one of those games that everyone should try because it's able to appeal to a lot of people because it's adult Legos. Like you can you can worry about combat. You can build a lot of really good gear for fighting and just dive down into caves without any torches. And find a bunch of monsters. Or you could build complex houses and machines. You can... I, I've seen people, like, recreate, you know, world wonders. You know, like, Statue of Liberty, the Eiffel Tower, and all these other cool things. There's so much you can do in it. that It doesn't have to just be a game with a goal. It could be, what do you want to build? You just do it in creative mode. So, again, if you haven't tried Minecraft, give it a shot. You know, there's enough really cool textures and new blocks that allow for more shiny looking things than they had in the past. So you have that to work with now too. If you're the creative type, give it a shot. I want to call it for this rant. I think it was a really, I enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong. I hope you all enjoyed this, you know, talk about Minecraft and yeah, I'm, I'm still excited for dungeons. I'm keeping my eye on it. I think it's going to be a really awesome thing that they come out with i I think dungeons could be terrible i could definitely see it going horribly wrong but i think for dungeons to be bad the guys that are creating it at mojang have to try to make it bad like this is one of those things that it's guaranteed to work maybe it won't blow anyone's socks off but at least will work and it'd be nice it'd be fun 
they don't have to try to make it bad. So I want to keep an eye on that. If anything happens, I'll let everyone else know, and I'll talk about it. But uh, until then, I'm going to say farewell, get back into Minecraft because I'm addicted right now, <laughs> and hope all of you enjoy this week. You know, the weather, weather's been nice. It's good to have a nice weather. I've been dying from allergies, but the weather's nice. So hopefully we keep it that way, keep good weather. And that is all. So take care and enjoy your Sunday or have a happy Monday if you're listening in the morning. Bye-bye.